checking in here once again on the Fueled by Passion podcast. Another special guest coming to you today by the name of Kamon Fisher. My name is John Archibald. I come to you from Resolution Promotions. But uh, let's not hold it up. Let's go ahead and bring in my man Fish. Been a long time, but uh, Fish and I yeah, date back to working with an arena football team in Florida. But before we get into all that, Fish, let everybody know how you're doing. Man, I'm doing, I'm doing good, man. Everything's good, man. Here in uh, sunny FLA, man. Good sun. I'm sure we'll get some rain here shortly, but for right now, I'm going to enjoy the sunshine. Uh, but everything's good on my end, man. How's things on your end? It's it's going well. It's going well. I see both of us are kind of on uh, you know similar paths and uh, building and developing things, which is uh, you know something obviously we'll hit on you know here is uh, throughout this conversation. But um, sure. let's go ahead and jump right in, fish. Um, kind of. The way we like to kick things off here on the uh, Fueled by Passion podcast is uh, let's let's say fish someone was writing a book about you, okay, and say you op- you open up that book, chapter one, page one. What's it say on that first page? Where's your story begin? Uh, it, it starts out as a as a kid from a small town, uh, well actually Houston, Texas, uh, inner city, uh, you know, with a lot of struggle, strife, and crime around him. Got an opportunity to. Um, Got an opportunity to actually go and play football, collegiate football at Ole Miss, full scholarship. Uh, got my degree. Uh, then I ended up playing arena football, and then that's when our paths crossed and we met. Uh, and then I got an opportunity to partner up with a few people um, and start this business of ours that we did. Uh, it's an intellectual property law firm, and uh, we specialize in copyright, trademarks, and patents. Um, and, you know, we've been in operations for 10 years. Uh, we started out, and it's funny, we started out in a very, 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 very small room. Uh, it was kind of like the movie Hustle and Flow. You know, I don't know if that, that, <laughs> that you remember that movie, but it was like Hustle and Flow. Oh, yes. like a, a very small room. We had two laptops. We had one printer fax combo, and it was three of us. Uh, and, you know, and, and it was a very, very small room. And you fast forward 10 years. We've been in business 10 years. Now we're downtown St. Pete. Um you know, huge office, and we have one in Sarasota uh, that we've opened up as well, and we'll be opening up in Fort Lauderdale in, uh, I think, the fall of 2019. So, uh, man, that's beautiful. yeah, it, it's God's been good, man. Everything's good, and uh, business is great, man. I can't complain at all. Absolutely, and uh, what Fish touched on there for a second is um, when our pass originally crossed, which uh, – it's been a couple of years ago at this point. We, won't, we don't have to bring up an exact number because there's no reason to put a date on me and fish. Yeah, right. But, uh, uh, but uh, me, myself, as a, uh, anyone who knows me, I went to the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. My first gig outside of uh, outside of college, I, I had some friends going to play arena ball. And what I did was I sent out my portfolio. At the time, there was Arena 1 and Arena 2. So I believe, Fish, I think there was probably between the two leagues about 40 teams at that time. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I send out 40 portfolios and I got one response. <laughs> from you all know, that. That's how it is but, sometimes, man. <laughs> luckily for me, though, that response came from sunny South, uh, Southwest Florida. And um, what happened was uh, Fish was a player, um, a standout uh, player on the Florida Firecats down there. Uh, I, I did PR with the team. But uh, to kind of touch on that real quick, Fish, you know, obviously coming up in Houston, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough coming through Houston. It's absolutely for you to have earned your way through, uh, to, to Ole Miss first. And then obviously got a great education there while playing ball at a high profile program and then becoming a professional right, right. athlete. 
tell the people a little bit about how football kind of kept you on that straight and narrow, making sure, you know, as the streets kind of tug and pull at you that that yeah, football field kept you on, sure, the, on the right path. For sure, John. Yeah, football is one of those things, man. Uh, it creates discipline, and it teaches you how to work well with others. It teaches you the the teamwork concept. It teaches you, um, <clears throat> you know, you got to be accountable. Accountability is everything in football because everyone has a position, everyone has a job to do, and it's similar to life. You know, um, at some point in time, you're going to find yourself, you know, in the workforce, you're going to find yourself uh, working for someone, working with others, and you're going to have to learn how to do that uh, consistently as one heartbeat, you know, as one unit. And, and, and football actually taught me a lot of valuable life lessons, you know, from from losing to winning to, you know, watching film, getting better, critiquing yourself, having coaches critique you, seeing what you could have done better, seeing what you did good, uh, you know, the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows, you know, the triumph and the fail. It, it teaches you all that stuff, and it teaches you how to deal with it. And, you know, just coming from Houston, man, it was a, you know, it, it was a tough time coming up, <clears throat> um, and football actually was my way out, you know. Um, I'll be honest with you. Education wasn't my first you know, it wasn't my first thing that I did, but because of, I wanted to play football, you know, I had to stick with education. I had to get my education. You know, I had to get mm-hmm. my books. And my mom and my dad really honed in on that and told me that if I wanted to do this, this is something that you're going to have to do. You know, if you want to play football, you know, you got to have a grade. So it kind of, football was kind of the reason why I took, you know, the classroom serious because it was something that I wanted to do. And I knew that in order for me to do it, I had to get my books right. So, you know, football, it's, you know, it's a very dangerous game. You know, though I'm not taking away from that. But it has a lot of life lessons in it that really can mold. Uh, I know it molded me and made me who I am today, for sure. No doubt about it. You know, obviously, as you brought up there, Fish, football taught you a lot of life lessons about losing and winning. And Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, hate, hate to bring it up, but when we were down in Florida, <laughs> we, uh, you know, I, I was on the sidelines, obviously. I was just typing at a keyboard. But, uh, you know, right. Fish and the rest of the squad, we won the Arena 2 championship uh, right. the uh, the year we were together down there in Florida. And going through that season, especially me being, you know, first PR gig, still don't really have a clue what I'm doing at that time. I was really okay. kind of learning on the job, to be quite honest, because I just hadn't done it before. You know, it was the first right. gig out of college. But throughout that season, you know, we, we unfortunately, uh, you know, we lost – Dunstan that year. Yeah, absolutely, lost, man. You know, you lost a teammate. We had Hurricane Charlie come through, ravaged yeah, the entire man. region. Our, the arena became the, uh, you know, the shelter for people yeah. who lost their homes. And, absolutely. And then at the end of the, the whole thing, we, you know, won a championship. Right. If you could, kind of touch on that season and just the, the ups, downs, and the, the sideways and just all the things that went through that year, just how special that yeah, championship man. really was. Absolutely, man. That year was, it had a lot, man. Um we had a lot of guys, a lot of turnover with players. We had a lot of guys that we actually released, brought in. We had a lot of guys that we couldn't sign. Um, you know, so the, the first part of the season was kind of like a, um, you know, kind of like a mix and a match, man. We were trying to find the right chess pieces. We were playing chess, trying to get the right lineups. And, you know, when we finally did, you know, we started clicking, got a good win streak going. And then, you know, when DA, um, you know, we lost DA, man, that, that kind of, set us back, you know, that kind of, that kind of hurt, man, because, you know, losing a teammate, losing anyone, a family member especially, is always tough, but, you know, when you have such a close-knit family, um, guys that you go to war with every day, man, guys that you lay on the line with, 
um, to tragically lose his life, man, it, it actually, um, you know, it, it kind of, it wakes you up, man, and lets you know that life is, is not guaranteed, is not granted, you know, and you can't take it for granted, you know, and it also brought us closer together, man. And then, uh, when Charlie came, you know, gratefully we were, I think we were in Tennessee playing. So we really, the team really didn't, uh, experience much of it, but the city itself and our family members that were back in the city did, man. And so it was, uh, just kind of good to get back and see how um, Fort Myers and Southwest Florida kind of persevered through that um, and using our arena for like a shelter uh, for the people that were kind of, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, kind of forced out of their houses and didn't have anywhere to go because of the storm uh, was good to see. So it was actually between DA dying, you know, tragically dying and the hurricane. It kind of gave us something to play for um and it was almost like that new orleans new orleans saints feelings when uh i think it was hurricane katrina came through you know it kind of gave them right. something to play for um you know gave them something to the city to rally behind uh and it was a bright spot for us man so we used all that energy and got it together and we went out man and captured the cup and that's what it was all about you know so not only was it for us it was for da and for the you know southwest florida so at that point, you know, Fish, you, you've accomplished a, a professional football championship. Most people never even get an opportunity to play professional football. You've True story, man. Football championship. At what time did you, you know, start making the transition into where, you know, you're now into the business aspect of your life where, you you know, you, you finally hung the cleats up and, uh, you know, moved on? What caused you to kind of make that decision and head into that transition? Well, you know, I mean, only a fool would think that they could play a, a game um, like football for the rest of their life, you know. <laughs> and I'm far from a fool, Joe, you know. So I decided <laughs> – I decided, man, that at some point in time, those cleats were going to have to, you know, come off my feet and, you know, into the Raptors, man. And um, so I decided that I wanted to, you know, uh, make sure that I have something for the future for myself, man. Um, and so it was probably around 2006, maybe 2007, um, you know, maybe a little sooner than that, that I, you know, kind of started looking at different ventures, different opportunities, and started putting myself in a position to, uh, you know, just to start having something for the future, something for me to fall back on. Uh, I got the opportunity, you know, to partner with some great people. Um, and here we are, man, 10 years down the line, man, we're booming, business is booming, and everything's good, man. You know, um, like I said, man, it, it's it, it's funny how, how everything kind of happens, you know, and it's I had no plans on doing what I'm doing now. You know, I was, you know, I I went to school, got my master's, in education, I got my my PhD in education. So you know, I, I was right, actually let's yeah. stop right there and clap okay. that up, fish. Let's clap <laughs> right. that up before you now 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 go back to your story. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I had we had to stop and clap that up. I hope everybody's out there clapping right now. But oh, okay, I'm sorry, fish. I appreciate it. No worries, man. I, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, man, I, I that was that was my goal. You know, I was teaching. I, I'm a college professor still to this day. You know, so I just uh, I, you know, education was my stronghold, and I always believe in education. Um, but I never thought I would be here today, man. So for anyone that's listening, you can do whatever you want to do, man, as long as you put your mind to it and you believe in it, you know, no matter what anyone says, believe in it and go get that <laughs> for sure. And, and and now, as you mentioned, uh, Fish, you, you know, you're working with a lot of things uh, with patents and intellectual property. Um, kind of briefly kind of touch on what that process is, you know, what it is kind of the day to day for you now. Yeah, absolutely, man. So in the, the firm that we have, is it's Maxie Fisher 
uh, PLLC. Um, and so we have about, I would say, seven attorneys. Uh, and we have eight clerks. Uh, and so what we do on a daily basis, man, we have our we have our clients. You know, we have our big clients. We have small clients. And it's just anything from layman inventors to doctors, neurosurgeons, um, chiropractors, you know, anyone that has an invention, you know, a name that they may want to protect and trademarks, uh, patents, anything of that nature, man. You know, what we do, uh, we put them in the best position to either A, protect their protect their invention, protect their name, their trademark, um, you know, whatever it may be. You know, we do trade dress, uh, whatever it is, man. So anything that, you know, as far as inventions, we help you protect. So our slogan is pretty much protect all that's yours. So we just help you protect all that's yours. We sum it up in one to three words, protect all that's yours. That's what we do. <laughs> and I, I have to imagine, Fish, you know, you know, seeing uh, and working with these these people were clearly, uh, you know, trailblazers and great concept oh. and idea people and kind of just having that, that burst of energy throughout your day every day. That's got to do something for yourself that, you know, provides you with your own type of motivation and energy from day to day, I'm sure. No, absolutely, man. And the thing is that I approach every day uh, in the office like I like I similarly would when I was playing football. You know, it's a work week. So you go to practice every day. You watch film on your opponent, you know, and you see what you can do to, you know, to get better. And that's kind of what it is in the office. Like, we go in every day. We meet. We huddle. We sit down. We talk about what we can do better with this client, what we didn't do good with this client, and how we can improve. You know, and that's that's the daily kind of grind and, you know, pound, grind and uh, shine with us every day, man. We we want to come together and we want to see what we can do better and see what we're doing great, you know, to help the client protect everything that they have going on or, you know, either get a trademark or get a, you know, patent or a copyright. Or even if we're doing litigation, you know, something that, you know, we're going against opposing counsel. We want to make sure that we are giving the clients, um, you know, the best opportunity to be successful. And in order for that to happen, we have to make sure that we're on our P's and Q's and make sure that we're doing, you know, the right things and make sure that we're in the right situation uh, to help them be successful as well. How big can this thing get? You know, what do you think is uh, the prospects for the future? Well, you know, the good thing with uh, intellectual property, it's federal. So, you know, it can be practiced anywhere. So, you know, it, it's not like, you know, criminal or uh, any other type of law where you have to specifically be barred in each state. You know, right. so, for instance, you know, it's federal, so we can practice it anywhere. You know, we have clients that are out of the country. We have ca Canadian clients as well. So, you know, it's really can get as big as we would like it to get done. You know, we are, we like to consider ourselves a boutique firm, you know, and, and I use the word boutique lightly because we are a smaller firm, you know, and I say smaller because we don't have 20 attorneys. You know, we don't have 50 people, you know, that we pay bi-weekly we don't have that so we are a smaller boutique right. firm but what we do is is like we give you that um that small quality on a big scale if, if that makes sense to you gotcha it's it's you know Perfect. first name basis we know everything about you we come in we treat you well you know i i equate it to like being at a big institution a big college where you're not an athlete and no one knows your name you go in the classroom and you're just a number Whereas if gotcha. you're at a prestigious two-year university and smaller classroom sizes and that teacher knows exactly who you are from day one and they give you the attention that you need, they give you everything that you need to help you be successful, that's what we do. That's what we specialize in. We make sure all of our clients 
know that, hey, we're here for you around the clock. You know, we're going to give you that, that door-to-door concierge service. We're going to make sure we get it right the first time. You know, and we can go to war with it. We can go to battle with the big guys, with the big guns. You know, so that's kind of our motto, man. That, that's kind of what we stick to, and that's what we do. And we do it well. That's a beautiful <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's all about experience, and it's it's clear and obvious that you're providing a great experience for everyone you work with. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as we... St- as we start to wrap things up on um, on this uh, this podcast episode, Fish, uh, a question I always kind of find intriguing is, uh, or something I would definitely want to ask you, as someone who played, um, you know, college football at the highest level, played professionally and won a championship at the professional level, obviously football is ingrained in you. You probably couldn't shake it if you wanted to. A lot of your, your habits are were <laughs> derived from football. That's for sure. And tell, tell me about – how there's all these negative things that people say about football and playing football and what it can do to you, but let's throw all that to the side. Right. Tell me ab- about how much football has positively affected you, both in your life and how you conduct yourself and stay focused, but now how you apply some of those things you learn playing football into the business world. Well, first of all, man, let me just say playing football um, on any level, all levels, college, professional, everything, high school, it has brought me together with some of the best people uh, and, and, you know, that I've ever, ever met in this entire world. You know, you have some of the best connections. Like, for instance, football brought us together, John. You know, we wouldn't be connected if it was not for football, you know. And Absolutely. football teaches camaraderie, man. I mean, and, and there's no bigger thing that you can have with, you know, a group of people other than camaraderie. You know, being able to go to war, wake up, and you have 50-plus people, you know, on one team that have one goal in mind. And that's to go out and win every day, you know, to give your best effort. And it also teaches you to be able to rely on people, man, and, you know, to, and to trust people because that's something that you're going to have to do in the business world once you, you know, you're working, you know, in the workforce. You're going to have to trust your coworker. You're going to have to believe in your coworker that they're going to be able to get their job done, you know, because you're going to get your job done. And that's kind of what football is. You have to know that the, that the running back's going to get that backside block. Or, you know, the offensive tackle is going to block that linebacker so the running back can screw through. You know, and that's kind of what it teaches you, man. You know, and it also teaches you discipline. It also teaches you, uh, you know, how to be on time, you know, because you if there's consequences if you're not. You know, if you got to be at workouts at 7 in the morning and you're not there, then, you know, you got to run. And it's the same thing in the workforce. You know, if you got to be at work at 8 and you're not there at 8, then you're late. Then there's consequences for it. So, you know, football is one of those things, man. It's, you know, it's as much negativity that comes out of it. It's just as much positivity, if not more, that comes out of it. And, you know, and I can't tell you that the the lessons that football has instilled in me. uh, And to this day, man, I I see myself, uh, you know, like if I'm dragging at work, you know, I see someone dragging at work, I'll tell them, hey, you're loafing around. You know, and that's something that, you know, that that football instilled in me, like no loafs. Like, you always got to go hard and give it your best, man. So, you know, I, I'll never be able to shake the life lessons and things that football has instilled in me. That's that's with me until the grave, man, for sure. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. That's 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 poetry, Fish. I yeah, absolutely, say. man. Uh, but uh, the, the final question I hit you with, Fish, would okay. be, you know, this being the Fueled by Passion podcast. Absolutely. Uh, it's only right that um, – 
I would have to ask you, what is it that fuels your passion? You know, what is it that motivates you? What what drives you? What is that driving force behind all this passion you have to want to reach the highest level in literally everything you're doing? Regardless, you know, you're talking about someone who in the world of football, in the world of business, and to go back to school when you clearly said when the story started that school wasn't your thing, and now yeah. look what you've gone back and, and done as well because you know it would make you successful in the end. You're clearly passionate in everything you do, but what is it that drives that passion for you? Man, it, it's very simple for me, Jerry. It's uh, my last name because I know it's people that are counting on me. You know what I mean? And so there's other fishers out here that are counting on me. So it's simply my last name. That's what fuels me, fisher. And I, I tell people what... all the time, man, loaded, loaded bases is my motivation. <laughs> no doubt about it, man. Loaded bases. That's my motivation. Always has been and always will be, John, for sure. That's that's what's up. I'm t I'm telling you, Fish. But uh Fish obviously um I'm I'm gonna let you get to it because I know you got some things going on. Absolutely, man. Anybody's been listening can hear on this episode. Fish has a lot of things going on in his life, so he's a very busy man and that's why uh, I'm so appreciative that uh, you were able to carve out some time so we could speak today. No, man, and, um, I appreciate you no, having me, John, for sure. Absolutely. And, and what I can say from, um, you know, it's it's been, you know, whatever, we'll throw the number out there. 15 years ago, 14, 15 <laughs> years ago, we won that championship. Um, but one of the things that was clearly evident um, since then was you always had such a good soul, just a kind-hearted soul. I and appreciate I mean that. From that. My heart. And, no uh, doubt. That's what's so... That's what's so uh, rewarding to me is that all these years later that, um, you know, we, we could pick up and have a conversation and things are always, you know, still the same, even though we might have had a short time together in Florida. Absolutely, clearly, man. You know, we're going to carry this together for a long time. For and, a long uh, time, man. Know, I, and I appreciate it, man, for sure, man. So, Fish, I want to thank you for your time. I know you got to get to it, so I'm going to let you go ahead and get to it. But Thank uh, you, man, for you having me. To, I appreciate it. You got it. And you know where we're at over here on this side. So, um, you know, clearly we'll be continuing this conversation offline. But uh, Let's do it. Fish from all of us here at uh, from Behind Me, Resolution Promotions, and everyone else out there that's listening, uh, you know, more so than anything, want to wish you nothing but the greatest of successes and everything. Same to you, brother. Is coming Same to way. you. Hey, before we go, man, I just want to make sure we, Maxi Fisher, PLLC, if you need any help protecting copyright, trademark, patent, IP, contact us. Y'all better hit them up. Any other way, Fish, that um, the people out there can keep up with you? Uh, uh, yeah, I, like uh, social media. I am Cfish84 on Instagram. Uh, and that's the only thing that I have. And we have a Twitter account. It's MaxiFisher PLLC is our Twitter account. All right, everybody, get your phones out. Hit those follow buttons so you can follow Fish and Maxi Fisher. But just want to uh, thank everybody out there once again for listening this is the fuel by passion podcast we're gonna keep bringing it to you if you keep listening so make sure to stay tuned with us on the other end